Well, good morning, everyone. It's Jeremy Carter from Rapport Leadership International. And today I'm really excited to welcome to our call Marianne Edelman to discuss the topic of, a, of leadership and achieving results in business and also in your personal life. Now, for those of you who don't already know Marianne, she's been a business coach, a sales trainer, a national natural health practitioner, and a professional speaker for the past 10 years. She's a NLP master practitioner and also a coach's coach. She's coached many uh, coaches over the years and was part of the Action Coach Master Franchise in New Zealand, uh, which for a time was one of the most successful master franchises in the world as part of uh, the world's number one coaching company. Uh, now, Marianne is a passionate believer in the power of personal development and ongoing education and is here today to share with us some of her wisdom around both leadership and building successful teams in creating business results. So welcome, Marianne. Thank you, Jeremy. So I guess um, just, to, just to start out the call, could you... Um, one of the things about leadership is leaders make an impact on people's lives and, and where they end up. Perhaps you could share with us a leader that you remember that had a significant impact on your path in life. Um, Jeremy, um, being the age I am, I have been very privileged to have had quite a number of great leaders um, surrounding me and influencing my life. Um, one, interestingly, I am married to, that is my husband, Alan Edelman. He has been very influential in my life and in the achievements that I have had in my life over the last 20 years. So um, besides that, many people in uh, the wider uh, community, I got a a scholarship to study with um, Deepak Chopra, uh, and that was magical. Uh, Wayne Dyer, I've had the opportunity to meet. Absolute magic, total, I mean, so influential. Um, I, I did a vision quest with um, the late Ron Urquhart in uh, Australia, um, which was very influential in my life and I can I can probably keep talking for another 10 minutes but yeah I've had I've been very privileged to have had many many great leaders um, influence my life in many different ways so a word that often comes up when you look at leadership development is proximity and actually deciding who are the leaders who you want to uh, learn from and finding ways to be in close proximity with them. So it seems like with Alan Edelman, you uh, you achieved the ultimate thing of aligning yourself and being close to someone who's a great leader. Yes, and um, it, it was one of our wedding vows to um, help each other bring out the best um, we can be every single day. Fantastic. So what do you think are the traits that are most important for a leader to be successful, Marianne? Uh, traits that I personally find very important are looking for um, the best in people. Uh, 
every organization, big or small, relies on the people. The people make the organization. And the only way that an organization can thrive is if those people um, are optimal in their performance. So looking for the best in people um, and bringing out the best in people. Oh, absolutely. They would be. So recognizing their unique talents. Yes. And, and, of course, recruitment, selecting people who have the potential to grow or are already great leaders or are already better than you at something that's necessary in the organization. And um, that probably brings me to another thing is never... Um, Never being afraid of bringing in people who are much better than you. Oh, that's a big one. Looking for people who are better than you to bring on in your organisation, who are better at something. People are better at, you know, IT. People are better at sales. People are better at whatever. So something most people wouldn't know about you is that you actually worked as a recruitment consultant for a time, quite successfully. Could you share with us a story perhaps around how bringing in a better person helped a business go to that next level? Uh, bringing in a great person um, to start with means... Well, there were a number of things that we looked for and one of them was a, an open-mindedness, a willingness to go the extra mile, uh, an eagerness to learn, um, a happy spirit. Um, people, you know, when they walk in the room, who light up the room. Yes. And so on. So they, um, yeah, they are really great things in people that need to touch other people, and we all touch. I mean, everybody in every organization touches the people around them. Yeah. And um, the, the more positively they can influence those that they get in touch with, whether it's customers or colleagues or um, people from other organizations, the more the organization will, will shine. The other thing is sharing. One of the things that attracted me to, the, um, uh, to become an action coach was because uh, it had a culture of what was what is called cooperation, uh, cooperation, and competition rolled in one, where everybody helps everybody else. I saw something that was quite rare, which is where everybody shares. If if somebody knew something just a little bit better, it would get shared within days something that would work a little bit better, something that could be done a little bit faster or a little bit easier, it would all be shared. And that was the culture that we introduced. So, and that was what I, that to me is essential, that everybody's open to share. So for want of a better word, it was an abundance mentality as well. Yes. 
So what was it about what um, you did in New Zealand that made it so, so successful, so much more successful than many of the other master franchises around the world? Um, well, within New Zealand, I have to say I, I very much um, rode on the wave that my husband built because I joined it after he did. Then we went to the U United States and built things there. Um, and what I contributed there was taking a group that had already lost its morale completely. I mean, so utterly and completely that it was deemed impossible to turn that around. And I just set out to help turn that around. And it took a couple of years to do, and it worked. And yeah, very slowly. I mean, you can only do things one person at a time, uh, even if it's leveraged in groups. Um, and that's that's what I did: is just find where people had fear, um, build that up, um, well, actually reduce the fear, but build it, build up what was there, what was. Um, countering what was holding them back and yes. um, and really just getting them to take the steps that they needed to take. Um, in some cases there was fear, in some cases it was um, just not doing the activity, in some cases it was other things that were in their environment that were holding them back. Um, it was just finding all those things and eliminating them so that they had a clear path ahead and clarity in their mind where they were heading with, in their own business and clarity in their mind regarding what they could do for other people in the way of um, you know, helping their businesses because they were all business coaches. So, so the currency of relationships tends to be based on trust. How do you go into a situation like that and build trust? Um, just asking the right questions. To me, asking questions is everything. Um, going below the surface. Scratching the surface with questions and then what comes out, scratching that with more scratch questions until you get down to the root of whatever it is that isn't quite functioning op optimally and making and turning it around. And with questions, rather than going in with you are doing X, Y, and Z, um, asking people what they think they're doing right or wrong. So it's um, the true sense of the meaning of education which is based on the root educare which means to draw out what's already in there. And Absolutely. Yeah. So a high performance so, business needs a high performance culture. Can you share a little bit yeah. around the, the culture that you built within the business? You already mentioned the co-opetition and the abundance, but those were those were standard action values. What did you build over and above that, or was it just a case of executing these better than everyone else? 
it was there was an immense loyalty to ev from everyone to everyone. There was an enthusiasm about everything that we could do better. There was an an, an intense love passion for what we could do um, for business owners and for being able to share what we shared, knowing that uh, what we did every step of the way rubbed off on not just the people in the business, not just their clients, but their families, their friends, their kids, um, and so on, that we were making a real difference in everybody's life and every single person in our organization was well aware of that and enthusiastic and passionate about that. And that's what made it absolutely amazing. It was, you know, I mean, for example, we had conference calls. Now, although there was no written rule that you had to be on the conference call, everybody always showed up on the conference call unless, you know, basically unless you were dead, you were on that call. Um, and the same with, um, conferences, seminars, things that we ran, everybody helped everybody. If you were within driving distance of somebody else doing something that was significant, you were there to help out. And it was because of that, we had a, a fun culture. I, you know, I mean, it was absolutely amazing because every step of the way, everybody had fun. And there were, you know, was there hard work in there? Yes. Have I worked through the night? Did other people sometimes work through the night? Yes. Did it mean hard work? Yes. But when you have that elated feeling about what you are building and how you are influencing others, then it's like it doesn't, it doesn't even touch you. Absolutely. Am I making any sense here? Without the why, the how doesn't matter. Yeah. Why comes first, and it sounds to me like the you were really clear on your why, your mission, your how you were changing and uh, benefiting the lives of the people who you worked with or served in your case. And when you do that, then it creates uh, people will always do more for something bigger than themselves. Exactly, exactly. So Marianne, what would you say would uh, be a first priority for someone placed in a leadership role? for someone in a, new, um, in a new leader role? Talking with the people who are already there. And really intensely so. Asking them everything about what they do, why they're there, what they, you know, so you can sense what is going well for them, what isn't going well for them. And... Um, that to me is much more important because it tells you way more than just looking at the books and the figures. The figures tell you a, a story. The people will tell you why the story is the way it is. Am Fantastic. I making any sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Build relationships and get the lay of the land because the people who are already working in the business know what's going on. Yes, exactly.
So what would you say are some of the mistakes, some of the common mistakes you see leaders making? Um, new leaders coming in, hmm? uh, coming in with an agenda of, of wanting to change everything without even realizing what's going on. Um, and again, not listening to their people, the people they're surrounding, uh, surrounded with, the people within the organization, their clients, um, etc. Listening is a huge, big thing. And uh, looking at the bottom line versus looking at the people relationships. But at the end of the day, it's the people relationships that build the bottom line, not the other way around. Oh, I like that. I like that. The profit comes from the people and the relationships that you've built. Yeah. So having been a business coach for over 10 years, would you see leadership development being important for businesses to be successful? Not just important, essential. Absolutely essential. Uh, leader, leadership building means that people get to a level that they might not have even dreamt of before they started. Um, and that's really, if, you know, helping people grow to heights that they never even imagined, that to me is the epitome of what we can actually do in interpersonal relationships. So. so for you, it starts from the entry level employee in terms of aligning them with the vision for the business, in terms of helping with their education, and in terms of planting the seed and watering it, in terms of the opportunities that lie ahead for them if they choose to apply themselves. Yes. So, how did you uh, how did you help organisations do that? What were some of your strategies that worked well in creating a leadership culture of an organization? Well, first step is asking the leader to get real clarity on the direction they want to go, their vision for the business, their mission, um, and which points of culture they would like to see the entire business adhere to, everybody in the business what they stand for, really stand for, what is really truly important to them, and then making a stand and making sure that everybody in the business is aware of that. And it's quite amazing what you, what you see change when people do that. Uh, positively and negatively, people step up to the plate because they now have something that they, uh, it's, it's like the glue that, the vision and the mission is like the glue that holds the business together. Um, the glue that binds everybody in the business together, that's probably a better way of putting it. And um, showing people the opportunities that they have for growth within the business um, yes. gives the, 
gives them a sense of belonging and um, a vision for themselves personally. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, but yes, initially, and then, you know, I mean, after that, there are all sorts of smaller strategies that you can apply that directly influence the bottom line. Um, and they are, you know, there are hundreds upon hundreds of those. Um, but without the vision, mission, culture, and knowing exactly where you're heading, you're like a, you know, like a captain on the plane who boards the plane without a flight plan. And who would like to go on a plane without, with a captain without a flight plan, not knowing where you're going, <laughs> or if you'll run out of not fuel me. halfway through? No, that's so. It's yeah. Your vision is like your flight plan. And what would you you um, say is the impact of poor leadership on an organization? How would you see that showing up? uh, The impact of, unfortunately, I have seen that close up um, too often. And uh, number one to me is that the people working in it are unhappy, that they are, uh, there is zero loyalty um, the people in the business are only the accounting the hours that they're working, times the dollars that they earn for that hour, and that is why they're there. Um, if people don't, if the people in the business don't have a why, why they are there, what the bigger picture is of what they're doing, um, they're they their feeling inside their happiness levels etc is greatly reduced so if you have somebody at the helm who doesn't give people that bigger vision who doesn't inspire people to be the best that they can be then you get a a very negative culture, a culture where people are backstabbing. Um, that's what the other thing. If you know there are certain, if you have certain steps in your culture of what is the norm, that for example, you don't backstab, you don't gossip about others, you don't, you know, um, that if there is um, something going on that needs addressing, that it is openly addressed as opposed to covertly gossiped about in the background. So you don't get, what you get with bad leadership is undercurrents, um, people who are sort of from the corner of their eye always looking at another opportunity, something better. Um, so you'll, have, you'll see uh, team turnover at a great rate of knots. Um, and um, yeah, so that's and that's exceptionally costly. People don't realise it, but I mean, hiring and training people is an, an immense expense to a business. And if you have churn that is going on constantly, and you have people who aren't dedicated to their role, then that has an has an incredible effect on the bottom line of the business. Absolutely, can something can easily be measured, and I think the uh, the industry stats estimated costs about one and a half 
times somebody's annual wage when you look at the replacement costs in terms of the knowledge that's lost and the time it's required to bring somebody new up to up to speed and in fact 80% of employees even after 12 months still aren't at full efficiency. Yes. But for someone like you Marianne with all of the study and leadership courses you've taken over the time and personal development what was it um why would you put yourself out beyond your comfort zone to come and attend something like Leadership Breakthrough One? Ha! <laughs> well, um, Leadership Breakthrough One, why would I do that? I mean, for uh, number one, um, so you've done a lot of leadership stopped. courses and a lot of development in the in the past. Why, why take another course? Um, Number one, growth and development never stops. The moment you stop growing, you you start going backwards. So just from that point of view, even if you've done all the courses in the world, um, even if it were just a refresher, but with um, Leadership One, I was amazingly surprised, amazingly surprised how what an immense amount of uh, power and influence that had on me in what is actually relatively a, a relatively short time. I have never attended any training ever in all the years and all the trainings that I've done. And I, I mean, the countless. I can't count them on my two hands, or my two hands and my two to ten toes. Um, there, I've I've done so much in the way of training, and this, in the shortest possible time, got the maximum result of anything that I've ever done. So, what would you say was the shift in terms of the results that you walked away from the course with? Um, it reaches into your core. It doesn't. It's not learning on the outside it's not you know here this is step one of you know how you say this or this is step one of how you approach this and this is step two now this is this works with the core of you and uh, with the core of your creativity I find one of the things that I find is that I approach things far more creatively now I've always regarded myself as a very creative person but I'm finding myself approaching things that I have done in a specific way for years in a completely different way that is more effective, more efficient, um, and without even thinking about doing that. Um, it's like it just comes from some inner knowledge or logic or some I don't know it's like it's like something was switched on in leadership one that obviously was there in potential but not switched on and that stayed switched on and I I'm finding I around resetting your vision uh, yes, or just around absolutely. giving you more flexibility to change your approach. Um, I would say both. 
and more than that. It, uh, Leadership One really touched something inside my core without me realizing how it even happened. It was, I mean, everything in, you know, there were steps in there that were, um, you know, quite, quite, that I find quite tough to do. And yet, in doing them, um, switched something inside me, it switched something on inside me that had been lying dormant and um, that is making me do things better in a, in a much better way. I'm much more, uh, I have much more inner clarity on everything. You know, when I approach a person, when I approach a scenario, when I approach a, um, just my day-to-day, what do I do and don't do in my day, um, and so on. It's, um, it, it, so it's another like, question you know, for you think, would, would be, yep. if you look back over your time, you've done quite a number of leadership courses. How would you say Leadership Breakthrough One is different to many of the other leadership courses out there in the market today? It is totally experiential. It's not learned guff. Um, you get to do things in with an incredibly supportive group around you that otherwise you would probably never ever get to do. And um, yeah, as I said, it's so the it's experiential like nature helps with internalizing the new leadership skills? Yes. So what would you say to someone who was considering coming along to Leadership Breakthrough One but hadn't yet committed to making it along? Uh, what I would say is just do it. You... You won't. You, there is no way that I could have imagined ahead of time how much this short time would positively affect my life. It was is amazing. It's and it's not. I've been to a lot of trainings and a lot of things in my life and. You come out on a high and then that high pieces out. This doesn't. That's the difference. One of the things also with leadership is the ripple effect and how it affects others around you. Did you have others notice that you had changed in some way? Yes. And comments from others. (laughs) 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 Yes. Um, Positively and... Um, I, yeah, I've had quite a few comments from others. Um, like, what's, it's like they kind of look at me, kind of what, what's different? And I can't quite. Those who don't know that I've done leadership one, um, which is the majority of the people, but who have known me for a while, just kind of look at me, going, something's different, but I can't. And you can see their brain, brains going, something's different. I can't quite put my finger on what this is. And you can see their brain cogs sort of working with these question marks above their head. And 
Yeah, they're obviously seeing a difference. And some of them then go, you know, what? what's different about you? What's, and yeah, so that's it. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Living on purpose, it's amazing. And uh, with uh, someone as talented as you, there's with so much to give, there's no doubt that you're going to uh, make some big ripples, Marianne. Thank you. We really appreciate you uh, making the time to be on the call with us today. For those of you who haven't actually um, checked out or connected with Marianne on LinkedIn, have a have a look at her profile, Marianne Edelman. Uh, she's had an amazing track record of success in working with businesses and working with people because she understands that the most important thing at the end of the day in any business is people. And when you find ways to build those relationships, build the trust and to bring the best out of people, it's amazing what happens uh, to the morale within the team, the culture within the business and the bottom line results. So thank you for your time, Marianne. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for yours. It's a life as always. You are one amazing person. And thank, thank you, you for bringing Leadership One to um, Down Under. Australia. It's been amazing to have that opportunity and to just, you know, have it so close. Um, thank you very much. You're welcome.